0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Digest This podcast. I'm your host, Bethany Ugardi. And today we are talking about glyphosate. And this is something that's very near and dear to my heart and something that everyone should know about and be aware of. And I highly suggest that you share this episode with your friends and family uh, if you've been trying to get them Uh, a little bit more educated on glyphosate or you yourself, if you are um, aware of it, but really don't know why we should avoid it or really the health risks and what um, that all entails. And also I'm going to be sharing foods that are at high risk of glyphosate and foods that are lower risk and really an interesting stamp of approval that is now being um, more widely used uh, so that you can know that your food is, in fact, glyphosate-free because, uh, unfortunately, even organic uh, products that are certified organic have been tested positive for glyphosate. That's right. Organic certified products have been tested positive for glyphosate. So we're just going to get into it right now. First of all, what is glyphosate? So glyphosate is the main ingredient in the weed killer Roundup and is the most widely used chemical herbicide in history. It was first sold to farmers in 1974 by Monsanto. However, now the company was recently acquired by Bayer. Chances are this chemical is in at least some of the food you'll eat today even if that food is organic and non-GMO, as I had mentioned. So why should that concern you and what can you do to avoid exposure? So this toxic chemical has been labeled as a probable carcinogen by the World Health Organization International Agency for Research on Cancer. In fact, this chemical is now the subject of several lawsuits brought by people who have developed cancer after years of using Roundup. One such suit concluded with a jury awarding the plaintiff $289 million in damages from Bears Monsanto. The jury concluded that it was this man's repeated exposure to Roundup that led him developing the cancer non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And Bayer is currently facing litigation by more than 9,500 plaintiffs in the U.S. alone, mostly farmers who blame exposure to glyphosate for non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. So how is glyphosate linked to cancer? Well, there is some suggestion that the chemical is an endocrine disruptor in humans, meaning that it adversely affects hormone balance At very high levels, glyphosate has been found to induce breast cancer in human cells in vitro via estrogenic activity. Again, at very high levels, glyphosate also causes hemoglobin oxidation in human blood cells in the lab. Even at low levels, glyphosate may increase the risk of oxidative damage to DNA, raising the likelihood of cellular mutations. Glyphosate works by inactivating a certain enzyme. This enzyme is used in the pathway of plants to form aromatic amino acids. By inhibiting the enzyme, glyphosate causes the death of plants. That's why it's used in Roundup. This type of pathway is not present in animals, which is why glyphosate has been long considered non-toxic. And the EPA placed glyphosate in the least toxic category, which is category four. Yet questions have risen in recent years over both the direct and indirect impact of glyphosate on human health. And check this out. In one statement of concern published in the journal Environmental Toxicology in 2016, the authors noted that, and I quote, Glyphosate is widely present in the global soybean supply and glyphosate is now authoritatively classified as a probable human carcinogen, end quote. Now, let's talk about the foods and brands that have tested positive for glyphosate. Uh, When you think of glyphosate, at least for me, I think of oats already. So many of the foods contaminated with glyphosate are oat-based products. This includes many cereals, oatmeal, granola, and snack bars, many of which are often marketed to young children. Alarmingly, studies show that children generally have higher levels of glyphosate than adults. Other foods with high contamination levels include almonds, beets, beet sugar, canola oil, carrots, corn and corn oil, quinoa, soy products, sweet potatoes, and vegetable oils. A report by Food Democracy Now found that General Mills and Quaker weren't the only big brands affected. The report discovered amounts of glyphosate in Doritos, Oreos, Goldfish, Ritz crackers, and Stacy's pita chips. The EWG, a handful of nonprofit organizations like Moms Across America, Food Democracy Now!, and The Detox Project have tested a variety of products for glyphosate. Based on their reports, here are just a few types of foods and examples of brands that have tested positive. I'm going to categorize these foods by the type of food, and then I'm going to list the brands. So Granola, Uh, granola by Quaker, Kind, Back to Nature, and Nature Valley have been tested positive for glyphosate. Instant oats by Giant, Quaker, and Market Pantry. Whole oats by Quaker, Bob's Red Meal, Nature's Path, and Whole Foods. Cereal by Kashi Kellogg's, including Lucky Charms and Cheerios. That was a very high one here. Uh, Snack bars by Quaker, Kind, Nature Valley, and Kellogg's. Orange Juice, by Tropicana, Minute Maid, Signature Farms, and Kirkland. Crackers, including Cheez-Its, Ritz, Triscuits, and Goldfish. So sad because so many of these foods are given to children. Cookies, cookies by Annie's, Kashi, and Nabisco, including Oreos, sorry for any Oreo fans. Chips. These are chips by Stacy's, Lay's, Doritos, and Fritos. Glyphosate has also been found in miscellaneous products like Ben & Jerry's ice cream, non-organic cotton products like tampons and clothing, and even drinking water. It's been found in 75% of air and rain samples. And according to a 2017 study, it's regularly found in human urine. And perhaps the most discouraging are new findings on glyphosate in organic foods. Although decades worth of evidence supports the idea that organic foods contain lower or trace levels of pesticides than conventional foods, the latest tests show the levels are virtually the same. So how do we avoid glyphosate? Um, Well, There's ways that we can do our part. We obviously can't avoid breathing the air, but we can get air purifiers. We can opt for a cleaner drinking water and water filters. Um, Obviously, we're going to do our best when we're navigating through the grocery store and what to look for. Now, um, I know just from working with different brands, I know Lovebird Cereal, they test for glyphosate um, and they're glyphosate free as well as um, the One Degree Organics Rice Cereal, they're glyphosate free. Um, And then of course you can always just ask the, the company, you know, um, it's best to shop small, smaller brands, the smaller the brand, the more control they have over their product. And they know where every single ingredient is coming from that goes into their product. Once you get into bigger brands, um, in large corporations, you know, the, the left, the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing. And so that's why, that's just another reason, side note, why I love, um, getting products from small brands because they really know the ins and outs and everything that goes on um, within their facility to make their products. Now, again, glyphosate contamination is rampant because when airborne, the chemical can travel far, but it does not pass easily through the skin. The real concern is exposure through the eyes, nose, or mouth. We can't do much what's in the air, like I mentioned, but we can control ingestion. That's ingestion with food. So to avoid glyphosate poisoning, here are some of the things you can do. First of all, you can look for labels. The Detox Project, which uses an FDA registered food testing lab for uh, they test for toxic chemicals, they recently launched. Excuse me. They recently launched a glyphosate glyphosate (laughs) residue free label that companies can apply for to certify their products. Similar to kind of like a USDA organic stamp or the non GMO stamp, now there is a glyphosate residue free stamp. Um, Until it rolls out more widely, you are more likely, but not guaranteed, to avoid exposure by opting for foods labeled certified organic. So look out for that glyphosate residue free stamp. Again, it's going to slowly be rolling out. I've already been seeing it on certain items. Um, the, the one that comes to the top of my head is Malk Milk. Uh, if you look on the Malk Milk uh, label, it'll have like where the, all the, the stamps of um, certified, you know, all the organic, non or whatever, uh, they will have the glyphosate residue free stamp as well. But again, um, it's still slowly rolling out. And, and there's a process that companies have to to go through to get that. Um, and unfortunately, you know, they have to they have to pay. So some companies can't afford to pay the detox project for the stamp of approval. And just FYI, you know even people that have the USDA organic certified stamp they may be using all organic products but they're a small brand so they can't pay that company to get certified and it's just unfortunate cuz there's so many just things that are going on in the food industry you have to pay the non-GMO project to get the non-GMO project label and it's uh, there's more that goes into it by just you know having the label or not having the label. But if you guys are curious about the brands that already have that glyphosate-free certification from the Detox Project, um, I'll list a few here that already have that stamp of approval. Um, Chosen Foods, Avocado Oil and Avocado Oil-based Products, Wetterspoons, Manuka Honey, Malk Milk, Uncle Matt's Organic Juices, Uh, We have the Good Goat Milk Company, Mush Overnight Oats, Julie Organic Dates, Nutiva. Uh, They do different um, like superfood powders. Once Upon a Farm, Elmhurst, Nancy's Yogurt. And we've got Ithaca Hummus, Nut Pods. I'm just reading off uh, a list here. You can go on their website as well. Now, you know, there are many more as well as Many that I personally know of that are glyphosate free, um, such as Lovebird, as I previously mentioned, and as well as my own digestive support protein powder. So that is also, you know, glyphosate free. Since we source our yellow pea protein from Europe, we know for certain that it's not contaminated or even has the possibility to be contaminated by wind or water runoff because glyphosate is entirely illegal in Europe. And that's just another reason why I'm so thankful and proud that we source our pea protein um, and the peas in general, just they're grown in Europe. So there's not even a possibility for it to be contaminated because it's completely illegal in Europe. Anyways, that's just a side note, but if you do want to join the thousands who've tried and benefited from My Digestive Protein, you can get 20% off by going to newsest.us digest and enter code digest for a discount. That's n-u-z-e-s-t dot u-s digest and use code digest. I can also include that link in today's show notes. Okay, friends, I hope this episode on glyphosate was helpful and insightful to you. And if it was, please share it with your friends and family and post about it on Instagram and tag me at little sipper. That's L-I-L-S-I-P-P-E-R. So I can see you've listened. See you guys next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Digest This. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review in your podcast app to let us know. If you're ever wondering how you can support me and this podcast, sharing it with your friends and family is the best way. This is a resonant media production produced by Drake Peterson and edited by Chris McCone. To email the show, message us at digestthispod at gmail.com. See you next time. The content of the show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical and mental health advice and does not constitute a provider-patient relationship. As always, talk to your doctor or health team first.